Running a business is like a juggling act. There's always 99 things to balance, but one flexible system you need in place. Square. In a time of great uncertainty where the world needs a payment service as on the ball as you are, Square have built seamless product offerings which are easy to set up and integrate into all elements of your business. So, whether you sell chocolates from home or unicorn lattes from central London, with next day payments, Square is ready when you are. Learn more about how Square can help you at square.com forward slash UK. Square Up Europe Limited is regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Carl, please introduce us with your beautiful voice. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, winners, and good morning, listeners, and welcome to another episode uh, of the Square-sponsored podcast with the beautiful St. Ames sisters and the dynamic duo, which is the... Flag Twins! And today... And the St. Ames Sisters! Okay, cool. What? As in, this episode, we're going to get really audacious so this the episode, intros? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, we're going back to me now. Um, this episode is queen. called State of Mind, and it is the fourth part of the series that we are doing with Square. And this is probably what you'd call one of the most in-depth episodes, okay? 100%. This one's really going to get into um, the topic of mental health, you know, your state yeah. of mind. And also, but more importantly... How we deal with failures, how we manage L's, you know, how we, if you choose to rebrand them, if you actually take them on, if it kind of takes you out of the game for a little bit, and just the mechanisms you've learned over the years to stay sane in the face of uncertainty. So the first discussion point is, what was your worst business experience to date? Ooh. I'm going to have to think. <laughs> I've had a couple of versions of the worst, like, yeah, you know literally. what I mean? Oh. I'm going to have to pick the, the worst one in my mind and not say it because it would expose a few people and step down. So for me, I'll, I'll give you just a general day. For me, the worst experience is when I get the crazy customer through my door. I'm not going to lie. Um, the crazy customer is a person that cannot be pleased. Usually you gave them a discount because they wanted too much for what their budget could afford. So you bent your own rules, allowed, gave, gave them something that you don't usually, and still they were unhappy. And they are irrational and don't understand the context of which they also messed up. Well, you haven't messed up, you just tried to accommodate. And it just goes, it goes south from there. So you say like, basically, yeah. This is a point up as well. Yeah, having to deal with the public and then just any kind of person who can come in there and abuse you, yeah. you would say it was like, you still got the scars for there. For me, yeah. um, my worst business experience, I think, was when we tried to get funding and every single investor's opinion. Interesting enough, though, both of our worst business experiences is kind of when you went public. <laughs> I can cocoon an idea and make it amazing. That's why I actually kind of really liked working from home also, with the like, chocolates. I like working with products. You know, yeah. working with products and work from home because it's sort of like, you know, you just create it, you know, you get paid online, plug to Square, and then, you know, you you're, you make money. Cool. There's no, like, there's not yeah. too much. But when you have to put psychos, yourself out like, there and, now. you know, you're managing whether somebody's coming in who just abuses people, yeah. you've got to take that and stay professional. Or whether you're trying to get investment and you've got people who just, again, just, 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 ragging at you dragon's den style just because you know because they saved because good. they've got a little bit of money they saved real um, good and that's when it kind of like yeah. breaks you but what about you boys I think for me probably a bad business experience would probably be just 
simply when I undervalued myself and a lot of deals that I was making at the start of this journey. Mm. Now, I think much more sort of why I say it's a bad business sort of practice or what was because much more, I didn't really understand the entirety of business. I didn't understand what I was owed. I didn't understand what I deserved. What and you're I think, worth, yeah. Thank you, what I was worth. And I think, in essence, why that tends to be a bad business move is because if you start getting to the habit of undervaluing yourself, you then become undervalued on a macro scale. I you know? def- mm. We definitely suffer from I that. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, like sticking to our gut. Like, I feel like I can put the price on products but when it comes to my actual work my yeah. time my creativity isn't that always yeah. the case with creatives free, though free free free, free, free. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was undervaluing myself a lot because much more like like you guys it wasn't product based you know it was much more based on the what services what are you doing your own businesses that want to be using you so um, in our businesses it's much more sort of services right so for example a magazine either it's an editorial an editorial if it's like a concept branded sort of you know um, production partnership. a partnership for example so essentially it's not like we're giving you tangible hey this is the same aim you know, coffee, you know, we're giving you services. So sometimes you don't want to sort of put your price too high, but you don't want to put it too low. And I think, again, sort of, you know, if I'm going back to when we originally started this two years ago, you know, it was much more sort of, we didn't want to put a price that kind of scared the, the you know, the I client. I get what you're you know, saying. That makes you're sense. Trying, you're trying to lead you know, them You want to kind of lead them in, but then at the same time, is it worth it sort of, you know, like, Busting your back. That's very similar to what, that's similar to what I was saying. And no, usually, it's a case where the customer wants something they, they can't, can't afford, afford, but I still want to get the, get, get the them, bag, oh, and then it gets man, awkward get, because uh, like you uh, actually uh, have to pay for that, man. ma'am. Yeah. Um, but even to even yeah. just rein it in and sort of um, you know sort of bring it to the whole state of mind thing, I think that came from a sense of not necessarily insecurity, but a level of lack of confidence in ourselves. Really, yeah. um, I think sometimes as business owners, and I'm sure a lot of the viewers and listeners resonate, is much more. Sometimes you don't really think you're as great as you know, what you want to think you are, right? Well, and sometimes that's perception as well. Like, yeah, no, perception. What I mean is you are great, yes, but you course. know, you're in that space where people don't believe how great you are or they try to undervalue you. Of course, and I think un- being undervalued and much more being undermined also comes from a, st- a state of mind where, you know, like you don't, I don't know, like you have nothing to physically support, you know, what you're basically so saying. So how do you sense. guys cope with that situation? Honestly, when when you feel that's a bad business day, how do you get over that? A bad business days, I sometimes scream like, I'm gonna be real. I scream like, ah, like I'm just. I think does, that, does that help? Allow, I think, I think it helps because it helps because <laughs> it, it allows me to understand that I'm also a human as well. You know, well, I, think, I think is yeah. Sorry, go on. I think we almost played this Superman sort of you know yeah. put on a Superman cape you know to kind of put this as a mechanism to deal and with that's stuff. That's the state of mind itself. Trying you know? to be Superman and trying to essentially control everything that you can't necessarily you control. Can't control everything. Bringing think, it back to like bad business decisions though, that's kind of reminded me that I would say one of the probably worst business decisions that we have made, actual business decisions. Oh, so there's more. It's what you know. There's, there's so, so many. many. <laughs> um, I I would say it's some business decisions you can't get out of. Yeah. You signed <laughs> that and you're going to have to stick with that I'm contract, interested. even though it's a bad... Well, it's simple What's things like, to be honest with you, in a business, you know, we always say this, but cash flow is king, right? right. So it's you'll king, be yeah. thinking, a lot of people be like, you know, um, sign, get, get a lease or, you know, you get in something that costs a certain amount per yeah, month and you don't really analyze the length of the contract, like yeah. how much it costs you, how you could exit that contract okay. you know and what? things no, like that. Me, no, no, so, no, no, let it's me, like let Netflix, me, no, let me make it, no, let me make it real, <laughs> let me get into it even a bit more because I was thinking about that. The only leasing of equipment that has gone wrong is when... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. It doesn't work. The leasing of equipment that does work and is able to be used every day, I'm glad of that decision. Yeah, but that's the whole point. But that's that's if you, the, but so if you read no, but, someti- but sometimes, but sometimes, so personal, you sometimes know? you can go, you can look at certain contracts and you'd be like, oh, you know, um, this if when once this breaks, it's kind of mine. If they're not really yeah, they're, the yeah, care yeah. package on that isn't okay, isn't great. That's, that's so kind of like yeah. realizing all the ways that it could go wrong, yeah. and then kind of that's checking that. out that contract and analyzing things on something other than price, which is what you know or you know. That's really what contracts are for. That's yeah. where yeah. it goes yeah. wrong. It tends to be the smallest. Yeah. Where it goes like, wrong. That's that's you need so to look at it. Okay, so that was the first point, right? Let's hit to the second one. So the next one is coping mechanisms. So what coping mechanisms do you guys have to deal with failures? to deal with knockbacks. I don't think I have a coping mechanism if if that, you know, I'd be, I'd be lying to the but viewers. You're not coping? Do you know, I am coping, but much more sort of like, when looking at it in hindsight, I think to myself, how did I get over it, you know? How like, did you get over it? Are you, are you over, over it? it? Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> like, ten, <laughs> times. ten times. Um, now, when I say much more sort of how I don't, it's because I put myself in, I'm very reactive to situations, right? Mm. So it's not like I plan to kind of cope with something as much more when I was presented with it. I just snapped yeah, and I was, you know. Yeah. So essentially, when you look back at it, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a dream, for example. Yeah. You only remember a dream for the first five minutes after you've woken up, right? And, and after that, it's just a blur, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think what I'm trying to resonate and what I'm trying to really allude to is much more just like, you know, I'm not saying I'm not coping, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be here literally smiling in front of you guys. Yeah, what I am saying is much more sort of like a dream that you kind of wake up from, you know, from the first five minutes. I kind of almost forget because I, I like to kind of put my, you know, my failures to a back burner, if that makes sense, you know? I don't. Do you th- feel that it lingers though subconsciously or do you is really think no, it's exited? No, honestly, it does. It, 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 I think if you don't attack it straight on, it lingers. And I think I've been victim to that lingering of not actually attacking a problem but and you know what it is it's, it's that PTSD that. of bad business decisions you know and I think it's much more I wouldn't say necessarily coping mechanisms to a degree but I'd say ways in which you make sure you don't make a bad decision again or ways in which you know you would kind of make sure you're kind of better from doing something that you didn't do well in the past but make sure you've got the right opportunity to do it better now you know Yeah. so I think even just to maybe slightly change the word of coping mechanisms but much more sort of tips if I can use that word more lightheartedly you know um it's much more just sort of understanding what you know, like what's what's the what puts you in a bad way, for example, what, what makes you make it you know bad. Or really realizing that you're in a bad triggers. way first. Yeah, literally. What's that? What are your triggers? So was it that you were bad drunk triggers. yesterday? And okay. you, you know. So with the coping mechanisms yes. and and bad business decisions, yeah. I feel that the only way to really make yourself feel better is to go through the pain. So. It's really horrible. It's really yeah. awkward. But if something keeps coming up as a problem yeah. and the same, the customers keep leaving the same review, it's really awkward and painful. But you need yeah. to sit down, <laughs> analyze what went wrong here Stop and here and here and here, <laughs> and actually endeavor to fix it. And sometimes, you know, your answer is just going to resurface. And as far as traumas, I find what you said very true. For me, I never think, and this is in a general way, when I have a confrontation with someone, I never think, oh my goodness, I should not have said that. It's always, I should have said more. Whoa. I never go the other way around. You go home and write a whole book about what you should have said. said. <laughs> it goes for employees as well. Sometimes yeah, you sure. work somewhere and your job, you're not allowed to, to speak up for yourself, but you're being disrespected. Sometimes you're being disrespected on a cellular level. Sometimes someone's disrespected where you're from or how you speak or your English or whatever and you've just got to kind of 
keep through. Wow. That <laughs> sort of that sort of mask How does do you get through that? Does hurt people. Um, How do you get through that? I like I said to you, I think it's a lot easier to like like you were saying. I think it's a lot easier to get through what you confront. Um, and I think if you don't do confront, you confront it, that if, if you don't, well, this is the thing. If you're in a, if you're in a, if you're in a business where you just keep on getting abused and you feel like you can't confront it, you need to get out of that, that business. You need to look at your life what and go... What if you're an employee? You need to get out of that, that line of work. It is soul-destroying. Like, I think there's no other way about it. If you're somewhere where you're getting abused on a daily basis on something that, you know, is, is personal to you, it's not the place for you, which is kind of how you got out of the corporate world, you know? Like, yeah. you... you Loki, some of your stories were like, you're being bullied at work, right? So it's kind of like, you can keep going through that and you find yourself questioning yourself, questioning your creativity, Weirdly enough, it actually whatever. Was adverse. I but question myself sort of, less. Well, that's because you chose to leave. Yeah, I, yeah. Point, if you chose to, to stay, there's so many yeah. people who choose to stay... And they really like, I, I, you know, just being speaking truly about mental health. I know people who, um, for example, in teaching, teaching is a very hard job. They don't, they don't, they don't insure it. Teachers, it's one of the, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the highest, um, yeah, for, for depression. Like, it's one of the highest um, um, the careers that people come out with depression, mental health issues. And it, it's like, I don't think people realize that you can have, my mum was a teacher and she, she's, I saw how the inner workings of schools are. You could be abused by parents. You, you know, the, the expectations for teachers yeah. are extremely high. And it's just, teachers often can have PTSD. And I've seen situations and I've, you know, I knew my mum's friends and I can I can remember these teachers by name who you could see they were struggling they did not leave they kept in the profession and now it's like where is she she can't work anymore she is constantly you know um, yeah, in and out of facilities so mechanism, because she's lost she her mind so the thing leave. is yeah past a certain point of experiencing abuse you need to get out and I think that that's why a lot of people do end up in businesses because it's just like we seem strong but really, I ran away from what I couldn't do yeah. to what I could yeah. do. Right. But I think, yeah. even like, I think even whilst we're on this topic, and I think obviously, you know, like a lot of our viewers and probably majority and probably don't even have a business, in like, period. You know, like, what can we say, for example, is just people who can much more sort of take ourselves out of the position we're in and try to relate? You know, like, what would we, what would I be our advice? I, mean, I think somebody, that's why mental health is a very sort of universal conversation. You know, but you don't have to have a business to, to have mental health. You know, yeah. it's something that I think was really sort of unidentified until the last sort of two to five years. That makes sense, you know. I think this conversation of mental health and more importantly, mental health within business, you know, is something that's become very popular. But do you know what I find interesting? There's a lot of talk about mental health. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 to me, it's like we have no speedometers on the road and then people get hit and then we're like, car impacts. We need to talk about car impacts. But we don't ever check anything that happens right up to the point somebody loses it. Yeah, I and, and so to me, I personally feel mm -hmm. like we're, we're in... We, I mean, what can well, we say? I do say? feel like as a what society, do? Though, I think as a society we are kind of starting to check those a little bit more. Yeah, like, I think there's, yeah. there, is a, there is a conversation that's being had about, like, well, how would that person be bullied in work? Is it okay to yeah. bully people like yeah, that? Even or, or you know, place. why are we needing a six-person income to raise a child? Like, is this normal? Like, you know, why why is it that, that no one can buy? You know what I mean? Like, she's <laughs> 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 just so like, you know, it's just kind of like I think there are people kind of having those equalizing discussions because there's a lot of people, you know, running off of the road. But um, one of the things that I wanted to kind of bring it back to, which was like, you know, how you can relate this to somebody who isn't necessarily running their business but does for the struggle with their mental health it's just kind of like i think universally everybody just deserves to be happy yeah. and i think that 
that's it. And I think when I decided to work for myself, it was like, I was tired of being pushed by other people. And I decided I'd rather push myself. Yeah. Because I can ease up on myself or whichever. And honestly, it's re- I just find that that's a realization that I've made. And I think everybody in their own way can probably do that for themselves. If you've got people in your life who are completely stressing you out, you know, if you've got relationships that are not what they should be. And if you've got, you know, even, even bringing it back to like financial relationships, some people have a terrible credit situation where they just emotionally buy things and they are really like in a bad position that's a bad relationship that you have with money and credit like it's okay to analyze it realize it's not bringing you happiness and kind of like equalize it to yourself so um i think yeah definitely just if you stuck the standard for happiness and work backwards with everything in your life that's not bringing it to you i think for me i think one liberating thing um and uh, you know is I just started to realise more there's very few people I actually owe my existence to. So the only person no I feel like I... Owe, the only one well, person mama. I owe my existence to Maybe is my me. son. No, me, babe. Me. No, like, my son. I, no, 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 no. I no, dropped me, everything to work with you. <laughs> your son's going to do anything. He owes you. <laughs> yeah, he owes you. He dropped today, no, literally. What I mean by that is in an extreme situation where it's like this interaction is going to kill me or... Or whatever, I can see that up to a point with you more than ever, most people. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry, girl. Um, as well, man. Like Come you know, on. Well, to, to a degree, I will not. I will not. I will not sacrifice. You'll my sacrifice your life. So, for, your for son, example, it's, it's it's like yeah. it's like little things. You mentioned the phone a lot. I'm going to bring it back to that. Sometimes I just don't have the emotional, um, social battery to pick up the phone, even to a friend, even to a family member. And then I think, oh, I feel guilty. I should really pick up the phone. Yeah. They're probably checking up. <laughs> and then I started to say, I don't owe my existence to people. And honestly, after I finish the phone with you, I'm exhausted. I haven't got my to-do list done. I could have spent That's the time. Because she what, enjoyed the what, conversation what, so much. What, 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 I could have watched the office and felt, I felt happy about my life. Um, you know, and I really, that, you know what, actually, Carving out space for me, being unapologetically selfish with, no, it's 7.30. We've had lunch from 5 till 7. I want to go home to be home at 7.30. I don't owe you any social interaction. He's Goodbye. Very good at good that. night. That's when my happiness just With no regret. I'm not with no regret. I will flake on you. Can I ask you guys a question? Um, let me just be spontaneous. What's everyone's state of mind right now? Like, what is your state? Like, what is your state of mind? Like, are you happy with your business? Are you like, what's everyone's state of mind? You're like, asking this question in COVID. That's brave. Um, um, <laughs> to be honest, I think for me, I mean, obviously, we've got the magazine coming out in about 28 days. No, 26. I, 26. You see what I'm saying? 26 days. Time is of the essence, boys and girls. You know, I think much more. My state of mind is, I'm, you know, I'm prepared. I'm ready because this is actually another yeah. step in our business journey. But you can't almost help but feel sort of, you know, scared. Is it going to go right? You know, we've got, for example, we're a very junior business, so we're not getting credit from, you know, yeah, um, certain supplies or whatnot. You know. So essentially, it's much more sort of, you know, I am putting, well, we are, not just me, we're putting everything on the line, you know, to literally make Even what... Even Netflix again. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's sacrificing Netflix subscription to pay these suppliers. But essentially, you know, we are sacrificing everything we have, you know, whether it's our blood, limbs, you know, physical stuff, you know. Okay, not limbs yet. I mean, stop looking at I, me. I was like, which limbs? Yeah. <laughs> how, how about you, though? What, what's your state of mind right I'm now, though? Mine is, you know... It's, it changes every second, every minute. Nice. Yeah. It just changed now. But now. the sun went behind a cloud. It's changed a little bit. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I think I'm, no, I'm, I'm quite good now, though. Nice, I wasn't nice. doing too good at the beginning yeah, of lockdown. Because um, I... It's just, 
it's everything against I know, babe. how I'm used to living. Yeah. I don't know, just feeling like I'm gonna refresh my Twitter feed to find out like whether or not I can live my life. Like I just, nice. I just have been somebody who's so <laughs> directive of, on how I want to do things that, that feeling yeah. like you I have to it, wait. Right? I don't, I never used to even consume the news, but feeling like, well, I have to know. You yeah, know, um, exactly. that took a you while. You said something that if I'm allowed to just kind of bring on this table, you know, you said you was kind of just over just everything, you know, I mean, what yeah. what, what sort of mental state is that, you know, well, what's it mean to be like over it? For me, um, is the next question is what gets you out of bed in the morning, okay? Yeah. So this kind of attaches into it. For me, nice. what gets me out of bed in the morning is I, first of all, I like to construct myself in different outfits and looks and be seen by yeah, people. She's got so a whole it's kind of like she's dressing. got a whole like yeah styling room like or a whole walk-in wardrobe in the seventeenth century. And cottage. nowhere to dress to go. So literally, like the, the simply and like you know whatever. I like to dress to get ready for the day. Um, I also like to meet different people. I love meeting yeah. different people. I love hearing about people's stories. I love the idea that anything can happen. I love the fact that, you know, I can meet someone, they could be like, oh, I'm doing business in Dubai. And I was like, come to Dubai. I'm like, I'm coming to Dubai. <laughs> come with you. Like, you get a car. You get, I like spontaneity. <laughs> I and in a world where, <laughs> you know, off. certain boxes are getting smaller I yeah. just found it really hard yeah. but what I just had to do is kind of like the reason why I find it hard as well is because people do say that thing about be still mm. be still and, and know yourself I as somebody who likes to think like this and be running for like three years in business hadn't been still and I hadn't even built the art of meditation the art of being in my own space journaling all that stuff so I fought against it and then I just was like well if you're in a room if you're in solitary, the only thing you can do is like go within. And then when I discovered that when you go within, there's actually a whole world of things to discover within yourself that no one can ever take away from you. I started feeling How about better. you, uh, Justice? Uh. <laughs> by the way, I do, by the way, the reason I call Michaela Justice is because she has these lovely braids which remind me of the uh, well, of Mummy of Janet Jackson from Poetic Justice. Thank so, you very much. yeah, Justice, Thank you very take much. it away. I've taken the braids out, but I have braids of my own here. Um, uh, as Lois says, it changes moment to moment how I feel. Um, but right now, I I guess because there's a there's a the King Boris has put a plan on the table uh, to open stuff up. I so I'm I'm looking forward to that and I'm hopeful. But in a long term uh, feeling, I'm also hopeful. I think it comes down to when you decide to embark upon the path of entrepreneurship. You already know it's do or die. Mm -hmm. So let's just see what the chessboard is and we understand it's a do or die situation and once you accept that you know it it you once only, you accept the free fall you, only live you just enjoy the journey you down you know like you only you only die once <laughs> and you yeah. know like i think what's really interesting is like you're sometimes you're so used to avoiding um a pain or avoiding any kind of like uncomfortable feelings so that when things happen that are difficult you just kind of shut down or you freak yeah. out but just to say that it's okay do you know what it is that was hard for me about lockdown I'm very used to suffering the consequence of my own actions your own actions yeah, yeah my I mean, own we all signed up for that we right. didn't sign up for collective decision making what I don't like is, is is suffering the consequences of other people's decisions and um, even if and it's for the greater good it's uncomfortable no yeah. I, I like at the end of the day I, I just feel to my 
for me personally, I feel that other people love this time because they love collective responsibility. I am not, I don't, I don't. I like individual responsibility mm. and navigation through life. And that comes with freedom and decisions I've made. And they're not easy decisions. It's without a security blanket, but I had already signed off to take that. So it, that was the, that was the as, culture shock. That was the adjustment. Owners, as, as, as yeah. you know, um, things continue outside of their control and the responsibility that they're taking starts knocking on their door. Like, yo, you signed this lease, you need to pay. Like, but I can't, there's nothing open. It's just sort of like, no, you need to. I think that's kind of what makes it so difficult for those people because they have very real things yeah. that haven't stopped calling their name. Yeah. But, you know, in saying that, um, how we did kind of pick it up a bit in the in, in the lockdown as we started our own uh, online shop of the flowers you know yeah, exactly. we sang, um, we you know yeah we we, we we you know we using square you know we did we did we thank did we square. did thank you square <laughs> and it gave us something at first you know things everything's always a slow burn at the it first it doesn't challenge. matter it doesn't yeah. matter if you're an established company or if you're a new company like we all have to go through the same rite of passage when it's new and it kind of took a while to pick up but then now now it's really kind of picking up and uh, that's bringing me something. That's yeah, bringing me and something. to be honest with you, hopefully, when we get to back to the way things were, we'll be all the better for it because we've had to, we've, we've just strengthened those other things that were kind of weak and I think even yeah. just to quickly add, you know, that point that sort of Lois made about sort of when you're solitary, you know, you have the opportunity to sort of find you know yourself from within. You know, I think again, sort of whilst the world is in this kind of you know standstill almost you know like i think the benefit for me during this whole sort of lockdown is that i've really been able to really find myself you know mm. um, and when i say find myself i don't mean a no sort of philosophical type of vibe i mean really find myself as to you know what am i good at how am i good at sort of responding to sort of you know universal sort of traumas you know because i mean essentially i've never been through a you know worldwide sort of crisis you know i mean my parents mm. were in the you know world war or whatnot you know i was literally Parents and grandparents. grandparents. Oh, grand- grandparents. But, <laughs> I was about to say, but they suffered the, you know, the, yeah, the traumas of the world war, you know. Right, but right, what right. I'm trying to say is much more, I've never in my lifetime gone, dealt, through, gone, gone through such a world. Yeah. Sort of, so I, I mean, as a millennial, it was the 2008 recession. I was there, but I mean, listen, I just no, had credit cards all the time, but I didn't know what <laughs> I meant. <laughs> I, was say now. I had credit cards, I feel like it was You didn't have any credit cards, so it was no, okay. Credit cards we meant no eclairs when we were going home in the shops. So yeah, so guys, thank you so much for this really open and frank discussion. Okay, we've been very honest and frank and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Take care. But even to the listeners, oh. I want you and now I'm going to take a Michaela okay. standpoint, yeah. you know? Okay. Because one thing about. I really love about Michaela is that she really puts a scene out there for the listeners and the viewers, you know? So what I would want to much more say for the, you know, viewers and the listeners, if I'm allowed to say, Michaela, do you, you give me your blessing? Yes, do you give me your blessing? Yeah, you're blessed. 100%? Yes, blessed. I want everyone to put themselves in a state of much more self-reflection. And I want people to really, really start to find themselves, you know. Like Lois said, you know, as in, imagine you're in this sense of solitary confinement, you know, and all you have is yourself. I they think don't have to imagine. Well, <laughs> you are in a state. <laughs> you, are in a state. <laughs> you are in the state, you know. So essentially what I want to just say to the viewers and the listeners is much more just find what you're good at. Really understand who you are, you know, and open up this conversation of just, you know, anything and just, yeah. To immerse yourself within that exactly. self-essential flexion. Because you, you know, at first, you know, it's difficult, but when you come from a point of authentically yourself and then you emerge, the plant that grows is so much more robust, beautiful, and cannot be chopped Love down that. by nonsense. Can I have the last word? Everyone's fighting for the last word okay. today. Okay. Can, I, can I have the last word? Yeah. Last word. Or words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've my punchline. Okay, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> right, so girls, talk to me. I mean, as entrepreneurs and much more sort of successful business owners, what would you probably say is the most important thing 
for you in business? We get asked this question a lot. We definitely say cash flow is king. I mean, we use the Square payment solutions and ever since we did, the next day payments have really changed the way we do business. Now, for someone like me, you sometimes can't tie shoelaces. I mean, how easy to set up? It is so easy to set up. I'm not the most tech person, but within 24 hours, we were already set up. We were integrated with online as well as in person. And what's more, even our staff could understand how to use the system, which is perfect. So with this pandemic, you know, we had to change a lot the way we sell. We had to start to sell online and really rely on that. And before we even, you know, got to that need, it was already set up because Square was integrated into all of our systems. So definitely, I'd say in business, flexibility, cash flow, and speed. And Square ticks all those boxes. And I'd say the most important question, where do I sign up? Square.com forward slash UK. Thank you. Square Up Europe Limited is regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.